0: No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Hello,
0: everyone. This is Daniel Michael, a little blast from the past, meaning that now we have an AM show again, just like when we started. I'm out here in the studio at Cafe Fairfax, and you're listening to Spiritual Insight with your host, Mr. Darren Boucaire And today I'm near the drums, which reminds me of our topic today a little bit, the drums of war. Today the topic is gods of war, working with energies that some people seem are full of action and maybe even a bit aggressive and warlike. We'll be back in just a moment.
2: Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, Nature, Science, and Spirit. All this and more, right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
0: All right, everybody, we're back. I'm still awaiting Darren to call, and I'm going to go ahead and try to contact him. But we'll be right back after this song, and these are good friends of ours. Tawatha D in this song. They have actually a nice professional video of it, so go ahead and check them out. Tawatha Dea, Tawatha D, and this song is Hum and a Shiver.
2: Theology, Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, Nature, Science, and Spirit. All this and more, right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
0: All right, everyone. Um, welcome back to Spiritual Insight with Darren Buccare. Darren has not yet called in but I there's a couple people on the phone and they've called in for readings and our topic of discussion was as well going to be Gods of War. But Darren hasn't called in but I myself am as well a reader but I'm out in the studio so here's what we're going to do I'm going to go into the house and I'm going to get my cards uh, for the Oracle deck that I read from and so we'll play an interlude of a song for my time doing so and when I come back, I will take the callers and, and I will do the readings myself unless Darren shows up. So I just wanted to let everyone know that. So I will be going, getting my cards, and I'll be back in just a minute. And while I'm gone, because I, like I said, I'm outside in the, in the studio. We have a music studio here. As you could hear the drum kit in the beginning. So I will be back. This is our friends Jim and Ashley. The song is called Six Sun. I'll return in just a moment. I'm going to go get my cards um, from inside in case Darren doesn't call so we can go ahead and get these readings underway. Back. My name again is Daniel Michael, and I'm the founder and co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And we were awaiting Darren boucaire who I, I hope everything's cool with him because he's uh, did not call in. But we do have a few folks on the phone. Our temple, our temple, <laughs> our subject today was going to be. Gods of War. And also, as you know, this is also a divination show. Darren is a reader at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo in the magical city of New Orleans, for future reference. He does do it professionally. I do not, but I am a reader myself. I'm also a musician. I'm an electrician, and I work at a natural food store, and we do the podcast. So I've got lots of projects going on. I'm in a band called Dragon's Head. And we do have some folks on the phone, and it might not be from a pro, but at least you'll get some kind of reading. <laughs> so first we'll do 805. Welcome.
3: About, uh, the for five no
1: <laughs>
0: Hello. I see, I, it's, it's, you're a little bit quiet or breaking up. Can you hear me?
1: And you hear me? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's really
0: breaking up here. I'm not getting a good signal. Can you hear me? Yeah,
1: that
0: is not on the headset at all. Okay, it it just wasn't work. Oh, I think I just lost you. I'm sorry. The signal was not good, but feel free eight to, five to to call back if you can. So now we have nine five one. Are you there, nine five one?
4: Hello. Hi.
0: Hey, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> oh, I'm
4: doing pretty good. Yeah, all right. It's sorry about your guest.
0: <clears throat> I'm sorry. What was that?
4: <laughs> oh, just sorry about your guest.
0: Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, okay, that's okay. <laughs> Things happen.
4: <clears throat> He's yeah, actually yeah.
0: the host. I'm sort of the co-host for the for the Monday show, and I'm uh, the host of the Wednesday night show. But did you have a specific question
4: for yeah, well, the
0: reading, or just something in general?
4: Well, it could be general as well. Uh, I'm looking kind of for a move. I'm looking to move.
0: Hmm. All right. What I'm going to do to involve you and involve your own energy into this equation, as you can hear, I'm shuffling the cards. And what I'm going to do is shuffle them, and then you tell me when to stop, as far as shuffling. I'll start right now, okay? So then tell me when and there's no real wrong answer. But one of them came out, so I'm going to go ahead and go with that card. Um, but I'm going to keep shuffling. You know what? It came out. <clears throat> usually when cards pop out, accidentally fall out of a deck while you're shuffling, it is usually meaning that they're sort of talking to you.
4: <laughs> yeah. The cards but, popping I'll turn out this one around. Okay, how about now?
0: Okay, good. And I'll pick another one right here from the top. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it's definitely a reading about moving. And I'm also getting, and I'm going to say there was definitely a feeling of stagnation for a while like in the past and this card is called the levee card associated with the time 419 and it's literally someone with a boat and a paddle but the the boat is in like a little pile of water in the desert
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: excuse me <clears throat> and it's like you're you're trying to get other people on board you're trying to get other people to help and there's someone there that kind of wants to but it just isn't working out so it's telling me that this made it feel like you have ideas and you have a, a great vision and the skill to move forward cuz the next card is the frontier card and again it's about you know just as it sounds it's it's uh someone literally out in a new frontier in the in the card – by the way, I'm reading from a deck called the Horizon Oracle. This is – you can do this. This this is a card that says, yes, you can do this. You can go out and brave this. It's is a good time to do this. Um, and you can make it happen. However, at the end, the only perplexing thing I'm getting from this is at the end, there seems to be – how do I say this properly without saying it wrong? Like something – obscured like something someone's holding back some information uh, the, this card is called the view card and it's literally like there's something that's not exactly in your view now i'm not saying that this is a bad omen or anything i'm just saying that if you do a little homework you might find something else to even help with this uh, move that you want um the card is literally a picture of like a broken light bulb, and the light's off like it's just it's something that needs to be fixed, but it's not major, but um that could that could maybe help or some some sort of quirky thing in the way and I'm also gonna draw two more cards here for a little clarity um I'm gonna shuffle again and then tell me when to stop, okay, two, three, four, five uh this one wants to talk to me hold on I'm gonna go ahead and go with these two. two that I put down, but what I'm getting from this is that there could be a good return, and it could be a good time to move, but there's definitely a fear of a, um, a past mistake, and maybe not a great partnership in the past. And the next card after that is called the Detached card, which, yeah, I'm seeing this as in reverse, in, involving, did you have like a, a a funny business partner or something in the past or something that didn't work out so well?
4: Yeah, you know, what happened was is I was making some money, I guess, investing in tickets some years ago. And yeah. I knew this this ticket broker. And what happened is my my house went to the you know, in oh five it went to the sky, it went to the moon, you know, in price. And I didn't yeah. sell it. He kinda wanted to get into my business when I was getting into his ticket business and he had fourteen thousand dollars of my money in tickets and Ooh. it really interfered with selling my house to use this and You'd send this other person off to talk to me. We were a realtor where he would make commission or something, and uh, you know he kind of was a, like a fly, you know, wh- around when I was trying to sell my house, and I got involved in his ticket business. And then I should have just stayed with my house and tried to fix it up and make it more easier to move and stuff and yeah. sell or whatever. And, uh, and when it came around, I got I got distracted by him owing me the 14000 and that kind of thing. So, you know, I think he's kind of a bad business partner. Do you think I should still be his friend now, or uh, I should always be aware well, of a Friend I'm is close. different from business partner, right? <laughs>
0: and I was definitely getting, and the literal meaning of the the one card I was getting this from is the detached card, and it literally says a group or individual is, is over, too overwhelmed and, and like, like, um, you know how? And I'm not trying to be mean or even towards your friend or anything. Or, but how you know, sometimes people they just get themselves into too much or even rise to a level of their incompetence. But there was, it was too much for him. He was just getting involved in too much, and it, and it saying, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing. Let me pull a card for that, and I'll actually ask this question specifically. Should
4: we continue? One of his comments was, oh, I'm going to get in your back pocket. That's one of the, you know, I'm going to get in your back pocket, you know, and uh, that's one of his things, you know, and he hasn't had a really a lot of He actually just bought a new house, but, uh, you know, he's still kind of uh, struggling for cash, I think, you know, a little bit. Yeah, he Uh, got, like, he's not someone that's that's
0: not all that can't do it, but he's someone that became overwhelmed, like he just got too much going on or something. That that's the that's the feeling I was getting from it, like a partner, a business partner that was just not, you know, just not handling things well. And I know these things just happen. You know, I've, I've tried to start businesses before. You know, I've I've, I've been there. He's uh, and, so again,
4: pretty, and
0: again, and again, yeah. Really this, so, this, so he wants your help. You know, and. It's not showing me. It's totally negative, but it's definitely showing me uh, to really start looking elsewhere and looking for other um, alliances. Um, it's um, it, it's not it's not really negative. You know, sometimes readings can go into really dark places. It's not bad. It's just like it, it's not bad or vicious or deviant. It's just I'm getting a feeling of overwhelming or. Uh, to the point where you just can't handle things Like I, I don't want to say incompetence Because that, that almost sounds a little rude But just just, just Getting themselves into more than Maybe they can handle And maybe they should simplify uh, a little bit uh, But I know once you're in, you're in, right? <laughs> so,
4: well um, he's, real, he's real self-important And self-absorbed You know, it says right. that about Astrology, astrology He thinks
0: he can handle more than he can
4: yeah you know, and he seems like he's always you know bellishing in his own you know you know gracelessness, I don't know what you would call it, but he's always you know kind of celebrating his aura which sounds good, but it's a little vain because he's you know opportunistic and he's self absorbed and self important you know
1: yeah,
0: and I think it's um I just pulled another card and it's this is definitely about putting it's how can I say this properly it's about putting the childish things away like I know like some people inspire us but they're not always the best to to partner with uh does it mean you have to cut all ties I'm not saying all of that it's not that dramatic but it's time to really just start looking elsewhere of course, I know you said you had money tied in with this guy, which always makes it... No, I don't positive.
4: anymore, at least I don't think I did. And oh, 14000 okay.
0: Well, that's good. And, and, and it's not really negative. It's just saying that the pen card is actually it's like a kid's playpen, and they're putting the toys away, and it's it's involving somebody else because it's in reverse. And in this deck, if reverse means it's involving it's the other subject that you're, or the other person you're talking about. And so it's like it's kind of time to you know maybe put... Those toys back into the <laughs> playpen, if you will. Uh, and th- But then the other card here associated with the time, 333, which is an interesting number, meaning nine. I, I think through... So it's called the fly card. I think it's a, a lot about dreaming and dreams and... Um, Though I'm getting a bit metaphysical with you here, I think something's going to inspire you in a dream or in a meditation. So there was was another couple of cards that showed like research. This is like a quiet time. It's a time to go inward and do some inner searching and go, okay, what do I do next for the move? Now it's time to get quiet, look inward, um, be careful before my next uh, partnership, I know sometimes the answers for readings are very aggressive, and sometimes they're a little vague. This one is one telling me to for you to do your extra research, looking inward, meditate almost like this time of year, right? It's the dark half of the year, um, right. the the wisdom of the dark moon. Uh, it's looking inward, looking inside, meditation, paying attention to your dreams, paying attention to your wishes, and doing good research before making new alliances. Now, but it's also showing me that there's some there's some positivity when you want to move on, too. The Frontiers card is, is one of the best in this deck of 100 cards of of moving onward. But I'm seeing it being away from this partner, because I, I was getting funny relationships going on in the early part of the reading, which you said happened to be this guy. So it's kind of like a quiet break. Not, it's not always a quick answer, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's a quiet break, research, internal search, uh, paying attention to your dreams, meditation, um, and lots of internal conversation like that. So it's almost like this time of year, as I said. <laughs> That's what it's saying to do. But it is saying it's positive. you got some positive things coming up, and maybe even within the next, um i'm going to say another one hmm. yeah within the next 30 or 90 days you might be hit with this, with a new a new idea, but there's a lot in this reading about you taking time for yourself. One of them is even called the coast card, which is somebody literally like laying on the beach. <laughs> and One was the dream card and the fly card. The, the other one, so there's a lot about um, putting away the old relationships and doing a lot of internal searching, taking some time for yourself and uh, and doing it in a relaxed way, not in a really intense way, like just kind of a quiet, Search, And that's that's pretty much what I'm getting as the result of this. It, and it's also positive, and you might be inspired within the next 30 to 90 days, about a few months, it might come to you.
4: Hey, yeah, well, that sounds great.
0: All right. Well, thank you for calling. I'm sorry it wasn't Darren. <laughs> and Darren's an incredible reader. He reads at Marie Laville's House of Voodoo. I guess I shouldn't say that, but uh, he um, – um, does uh, do it for a living. I do not, but I do do it. It's just part
4: of my practice, and I've done plenty of radio I shows. Do, like I so. do each of the days, you know. I do each day has a certain day. Like Einstein was born the day of relativity, and I right. for <laughs> the day of I for the day of ironic insight. So, I can tell you know, it says to people that ironic insight lots take a lot of time. They don't like to work, you know, so much because they want to study the ironic insights of in life and stuff. And Jimi Hendrix was born the day of electrifying excitement. And it goes on yeah. each day. You know, President Lincoln was born the day of the unifier, and President Clinton was born the day of startling surprises. <laughs> so, and. Days and stuff, and I study the Chinese as well, you know, the year of the dragon, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, dragons have, uh, I have very, I feel very close to the whole dragon thing. And also, I took my first exploration into spirituality that was beyond, um, if you will, and I don't, again, I don't mean this in a bad way, but beyond being Southern Baptist, was I took Kung Fu, and so I kind of learned Taoism and I learned meditation. And my teacher was trained by uh, like a, a Taoist monk, I, I believe, in in Vietnam, <clears throat> and so it was an it was a you know interesting exploration. Even learned a little bit about Chinese medicine, and then so you never know what thing can come in and change and and happen in your life.
4: You know, and, the world is mysterious, and God works in mysterious ways, and you never know, like, you know, that Tyler Perry guy or something like that that made those movies. He goes, uh, it's all been God. I mean, you know, he said everything. Yeah, you know, right.
1: It's
0: all been God. <laughs> and it reminds me of saying, um, I don't remember who coined it, but it said, since we're all so very different, and since God is so vast and we couldn't really understand then god must have many faces you know i think divinity and the divine approach us all in different ways and or I, my friend kevin who i started the network with uh, i think he said uh he views god as like the light bulb or the power station but that you know and all the little wires go out to the light bulb and we, we all just see our own little way of seeing that light basically just another version of the metaphor we're all looking at the same thing like the the diamond there's many facets but at the end of the day we're all staring at the same stone we could just have our different cultural ways of viewing it
4: hey well that's awesome man well i appreciate your reading and uh your attention and everything and wish you a great day and a great holiday season all right and thank you so much sir for calling.
0: Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. All alright folks. <clears throat> you might be able to hear my throat drying out a little bit. It's okay. I'm going to get a glass of water. I'm going to come right back, and we'll take the next caller in line, which I believe is 805. It might be the same person who called back that was 805 earlier. I will be back in just a moment. This is a song actually from my band, uh, Dragon's Head like the head of the viking ships our topic was going to be gods of war which it might have been appropriate (laughs) but anyway this song is called i will find you again and in the middle is a nice little violin solo i will be right back spiritual insight with darren buker darren is not here that last song that was just playing was uh, actually from my band dragon's head it's called i will find you again and i see there's some folks still on the phone give me i had to step out of the studio (laughs) to get a drink of water um i see 805 is there welcome 805 how are you this oh,
3: oh thank you. That was a that was a great song. Wow, I i would listened to that many times. I like that. Oh
1: wow, thank you. <laughs> yeah,
3: really nice. Uh, my name is Donna. Hi.
1: Hi. <laughs> Sorry Welcome. Sorry
3: about that earlier. I had to run outside and I came back and I guess you'd taken my call. Sorry about well, that. The same thing. I just. Uh,
0: hopefully there wasn't too much yeah. dead airspace on my way back. Was the song off for too long?
3: <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, It was uh, a – anyway, so did you have a specific question or something general?
3: Well, I just kind of wanted to know about money. You know, I'd like to – I enter a lot of raffles, and I'm in tournaments and things like that, and um, I kind of depend on that kind of thing because I want to buy my sister's car, and I need some more money to buy it because it's a real deal on her car.
0: So let me uh, – I'm shuffling now. When one card came out at me, and as they say, when one jumps out like that, you just go ahead and take it. I'm going to keep shuffling and tell me when to stop. So I'm shuffling now. Okay. Stop.
1: <clears throat> shuffling. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, another one came out. Let's go with that one, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're at the beginning of the reading already, but <laughs> – Go ahead and tell me. Uh, 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 like me to stop. stop. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to pick from the top. Then I'm going to cut the deck in two. Sometimes I like to do things like this because it involves the energy of the person on the phone, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, uh, do you want pile one or pick from pile two?
3: Um, two. <clears throat>
0: She's asking about money. Okay, this way. Hmm. We had a repeat card.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right.
0: We actually have two repeat cards. And there's more cards in this deck than in the tarot. We had two from the same. uh... But, of course, what's around them is a little different. So here we go. It's showing me that you're pretty good at building uh, synergistic relationships, but then there's like with the last call where there was a stagnation, something something's in the way, something's stopping, or, or others maybe not doing their part. It is also showing on the second half of it some success. It's quite literally, this card is called the win-win card. <laughs>
1: okay, so it's showing good. me
0: that some success could come your way. However, once again, the partnership thing, just like in the last reading, there's a, there seems to be a theme for today about, about questionable partnerships. Someone's just overwhelmed or not doing their, their part in, in some of the ventures that you might be either in or, or trying to get going. So I'm going to draw two more cards for a little clarity on that. It's showing me that there's um some past burdens that you need to get rid of. This could these could be psychological things, like blockages. It's saying if you want the success, which is very possible because of the win-win card earlier, uh, that you need to start looking in a new direction and getting rid of some old. It's quite literally called the burdens card, and it's someone carrying around a bunch of old baggage. A, a little bit like in the tarot, like maybe the, the ten of um, um, wands, I believe, which they're just carrying too much, and they have to they have to delegate and and get rid of some stuff. <laughs> um, and then. It's showing me a pretty bright future on the horizon. It's quite literally the horizon card, and this deck is called the Horizon Oracle. And it's upright. When it's upright, it involves... In this deck, it's a little different than the tarot as far as the creator in the way they said what it means, reversed or upright. Uh, But reverse would mean, or upside-down meaning would be Involving others, upright. Involving you, and this one is upright. Uh, but it's showing me that there's a great um, new horizon for you. Like there's a new something. Things are being cleared away if you let go of these past burdens for for a yeah, new I've
1: been...
0: thought, a new idea. But you have to you have to clear that old baggage out first.
1: Uh mm-hmm. huh.
0: And that could be in the recent past. Maybe you've already been doing that. I, I don't know. I have, I have been.
3: I have been. Yes.
0: So if you continue with that, then your new horizon, your new home will will, will sort of reveal itself. And let me think. Let me, let me just think just for a second. It's undefined territory, so it's gonna. It involves a lot, like your ideas. Are you working or considering like a new idea or a new model or something?
3: Um, not at this point, but you know, I'm always open to something, you know, creative. I'm not working right now, but um, I win things. I'm very good at winning things. I just won ten thousand on a scratch off, and. Before wow. that, a couple of years back, I won at BMW, and then I won a trip to Italy and Lake Tahoe, and yeah, so Taiwan, I won a trip to Taiwan, so I'm good at doing that. So I kind of focus in that area to keep to keep manifesting things.
1: Yeah,
0: perhaps this is just meaning looking for a new place to win things could be it could be that simple. It doesn't have to be too complex, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. There's something new or something you. You'll be like, oh, why don't I try that? It's a new horizon. It's like a, it's, think of it like a, a blank canvas. Yeah. Um But it, but there's there is something here. The main concern is it's this, this, the burdens card, like you letting go of some stuff. I don't know it. And again, sometimes the cards will answer your question. Sometimes they will say something else you need to know. You know, like the universe might think, well, yeah. you need to know this. Maybe more in the next contest. I'm just saying that's how it works sometimes. There's something about, like, past burdens and getting rid of some stuff and working on that. And then you come across a new idea, a new way of approaching all of this. But that's fascinating how you win things, because it's funny because everything I get, I usually have to bleed for.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. I I come
0: from a construction worker family, so maybe I have my own blockages, right? Like, I just think if you're going to get it, then I had to go out and, you know, in in, in 20 below zero weather and, and... and with a hammer and go get it, you
3: know. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: But, um, <laughs> well, let me see. Hold on. Let me ask one more time. Two more cards for clarity. And, you, and it's funny because you got the win-win card early in the reading. That was one of the ones that popped out yeah. of the deck. Yeah. Okay. Two very interesting cards because I was asking about money, <clears throat> and one of them is actually called the Soulmates card,
2: and it's yeah. in reverse,
0: which means involving someone else. So I can see, yeah, it's 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 someone that um through someone that um you are close to something positive happening and again this person might have to um how can i say this properly this person might have to um deal with their own uh childishness just like in the in the last mm-hmm. reading there's someone that you can both help each other But they're also, they have these other issues in the past. However, moving forward, it's showing me strength. So, I mean, that looks pretty positive. I do think, though, that in the future, there's a new way of approaching it that might come to you, and it might come to you, for not just, like the horizons, like I said before, the, 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 the empty canvas. So I have a feeling through the inspired action of someone else, you're going to like meet this new interesting person, and it might inspire a new interesting idea for how you approach these things, how you approach your professional life they might have a great – so I'm picturing it that it might not just – the last caller, it came completely from within. This one I'm seeing, you might actually get some help. So that I'm seeing like a partnership happening here.
3: I've been told and, that too in April that it's going to – yeah, I've been told that was going to happen too, yeah.
0: And it's just saying to be a little patient and to stay strong. And this is the, called the profession – card And it's in reverse, which means it involves others, so something you're inspired by someone or there's a new partnership, and someone else comes in and it's strong. The next card is the strength card, which pretty positive card <laughs> you know so it's um it, through this other inspiring person, if you keep your eyes out for them um a, a new approach happens and it and it looks pretty successful actually and it might actually wow. change how you work. It might actually change how you work. I'm getting an entrepreneur vibe. Like, okay, you're good at winning things, so maybe you start something up that that just starts working for you. And you become your own boss and you still have that casual vibe, almost like winning things can be. Uh, but, of course, of course, entrepreneurship is hard work. It's not casual. But I think you know what I mean. What I mean is there's a huge yeah. difference between working for yourself and working for, for someone else, you know, working for the man, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> in, in the in – yeah. the, in the, in the, in the, in the stress and they're always telling you to hurry up and you're never going fast enough and you all that kind of stuff. I'm getting that you might start a new business and that's I can't help it. That's just the vibe I'm getting from this. And it might come from someone else, like a partnership. <clears throat> and that's kind of what I'm getting wow. out of this. The universe telling me you might start a new successful strong business. So wow. I would love that. To find would do it. Let go of past baggage. I'm just sort of looking back at the cards now. And just Keep your mind open and eyes open because I see not only an internal idea like the last caller. I'm seeing like someone else comes to help and and you form a bond and you start a successful business if you if you if you if you keep your soul and your mind open to it and it's something yeah. you'll feel strong about. Like you'll be like, hey, I like this, you know. Mm. So I, I'm not saying it happens right away. It's I'm getting the vibe of like a few months and then maybe, yeah. maybe some inspiration but it's 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 all positive there's really nothing negative here there wasn't specific about the winnings except for it did get the win win card but it seemed to be a lot about relationships with others and and starting a new horizon it was literally the new horizon card um and it's it looks positive and strong, not only that you feel strong in it like you feel secure in it so it's a very positive reading to me but it's just a little time to develop, and it'll involve teaming up because we don't do anything alone. You know, just like on author, they say you right. don't write a book yourself. So it, it, it'll involve looking for someone to help, and, and you'll probably, you will find them if you, you know, keep your mind in, in the right place and, and your passion's in the right place. I'm not even sure if the new idea is there yet, but it said it was definitely an open canvas for, uh, like I said, I was getting a powerful entrepreneur vibe from this. Like you're someone that probably just can't work for somebody. I'm a little bit like that. I, I can't. Yeah. Now I have a very sweet boss right now, and it's a it's a rare position to be in. <laughs> uh, oh, I work good. at that. I work well. I have my own. I do electrical work for people, like my own little business, and I'm a musician. And I also work at a natural food store, and I'm passionate about natural medicine. So, and the boss Me is too. just a nice place. Part time. It's not big money. It's just to. Is to bring in a little bit of money while I try to build everything else. You know, so. Oh, that's uh, fabulous. But 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 for the most part, like doing construction, I can't stand working for someone else. You know, they, they just. All right. They're, they're always on you. They're hounding you. You know, you can't. You just no flexibility. You can't make your own schedule. And of course, when you're an entrepreneur, it's it's hard work. But it's, it always feels better and different when it's yours and it's your idea and it's your thing and your concept in your company so that's what i'm getting i was getting a strong entrepreneur vibe from this
3: wow oh i like that i resonate you know what i did i um eliminated all sugar wheat dairy soy artificial sweeteners corn peanuts and eggs from my diet and i'm going now for five weeks and i've never felt so good
0: wow that's a lot of elimination even yeah, nuts? Did you like to add nuts?
3: No, only peanuts. They're supposed to be very toxic. You can have cashews and almonds and walnuts though.
0: Right. Uh, in, in our store, we get organic peanuts and make our own peanut butter. So some people say if you don't buy the, um, you know, the Jiffy or whatever, then the peanuts aren't so bad. But if you buy them, you know, from the corporate places, that's when they're more toxic. But yeah, know, there's a lot yeah. of debate. Trust. Working in natural foods, so I hear debates all the time about, you know. No, but that's great that you've um, dedicated to a discipline like that. Maybe that's the area which will inspire your um, uh, new business idea something in the natural oh, food yeah. or the natural holistic health uh, area. I
3: mean, I've never had so much energy. I feel great. You know, and also the corn is not good, they say. Corn. It's Very almost bad. all on.
0: Yeah. Almost all of it is genetically modified, unfortunately.
1: Yes. The corn. You're
0: right. But I'm saying this might yeah. be, because I got the strength card, so what I'm saying is that in this field maybe is your inspiration for your entrepreneurial idea. Yeah. you're really passionate about, something involving natural food, natural medicine. So I would yeah. keep your eyes open to that.
3: Yeah, I will. And... um yeah, I can't believe how busy you are. Oh my gosh, you are just you know you're,
0: you're a busy person, huh? <laughs> well, you know, they're the labor of love stuff. You know, band. I do the podcast here. I don't do this every day, but I do it. I do it like two or three times a week, depending on the week. And we do an herbal medicine class on Tuesday night. So tomorrow night at ten, Susan Weed, who's a master herbalist. Um, our show is she just teaches herbal medicine. It's a half hour show. It's short.
3: And oh, she deployed, like,
0: I'll listen to that. Yeah, so if you press follow, you'll get the updates. We have other shows: Jessie on Friday, Code Connections, and she does her own types of reading—a a system she created herself. Um, she was a long-time tarot reader and then sort of invented her own her own thing. Uh, and we also, of course, we usually have. Next Monday, I'm sure we'll have Darren back here on Monday. And then our flagship show is on Wednesday, and that's Main Street University. So that will be me and Janice. We only do that once a month. So we're on there. We have we actually have a Chinese medicine person coming to do a show with us. I'm excited about that. So that will be another educational show we'll have on the network. For He'll be teaching uh, the benefits of acupuncture, Chinese herbal medicine. His name is Matt Stemp. And uh, so that will be nice as well. But okay. thank you so much for calling.
3: Thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: Bye bye. And keep
0: your mind open to this new idea, and someone may be coming to help. It's something you feel strong I and will. passionate about. I'm seeing that you start a new business, and again, then you mention the diet. I'm like, well, maybe this inspiration is 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 the um, the jump start for you. Might be like, yeah. hey, I want to be in this natural medicine world and in this world of natural food. Just a thought. I mean, that's this kind of vibe I'm getting. Maybe yeah. think of something yeah. to do to. There's lots of different ways to be employed or start a business in that field. Whether it's just becoming a consultant, you know, a nutritionist. They even have tenured nutritionists. You know, I'm just wow. going with uh, where you can be at a hospital. You know, and, and and you're there, and you're kind of an employee at that point. But still, you're you're the consultant. You're the boss. You know, you're the one that they send people to and say, oh, here here's your dietary advice. So there's tons of different ways to be in that. In the natural medicine world or the dietitian world, so Mm
5: -hmm.
0: I hope that inspires you to think of a business idea. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was was getting you called about winning, and it it showed that you win. And but also I was getting a powerful entrepreneur vibe. So
3: yes, oh wonderful.
0: Let us know how it goes. You know, call back. I will. Uh, like I said, we're on the air a couple times a week, so call any of the shows and call back. Uh, most of the shows will take a phone call. The Susan Weed show we don't take too many phone calls because she just kind of teaches it like a class, but occasionally we do. But the other, all the other days, we do, we we take phone calls. So um, anyway, thank you again.
1: Thank
3: you. Thank you very much. Have a nice day all right. today.
0: All right. Bye. and Have a great day. All right, everybody. I am out of time. I am so sorry. I know there's other callers waiting for readings. Um, we will be back next Monday, and we are here on Wednesdays, and we do, we'll do, we do a reading on Wednesdays as well, myself and Janice. Um, I believe we are not doing a show this Wednesday, but we'll be back the following week. Um, Jesse has a show on Friday. We have a Chinese herbal medicine guy coming in. As well, and we're going to find a day for him. And then we're also on the air sometimes on Thursday. So if you press follow on Block Talk Radio, you'll find us. And oh, I see Darren is here. We might, actually we might keep it going a little longer. Stay on the line, folks. Hold on just a second. Hold on, stay stay on the line, folks. Darren, welcome.
5: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning.
0: <sighs> I did a few readings no. here. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And, uh, we do have some uh, folks on the line If you're feeling ready
4: <laughs>
5: Sure
0: Okay Have and we uh, have...
5: discussed okay. The gods of war at all Or uh... Um,
0: I had too many phone calls I d- didn't get to it too much <laughs> do you have any we
1: Okay. Have,
0: we have one more person on the line How about we do that We'll do a, a quick reading for the person on the line And then we'll discuss gods of war because they've been pretty patient, waiting about forty something minutes. Oh wow! Okay. All right, we'll do that. Welcome two oh seven. You're on the air with Darren Bouquer.
5: Hello. How are you?
0: Two oh seven. The only ones. All right. Well, they're gone. <laughs> I guess we can discuss God's of oh. war. <laughs> Sorry, 207, if you can feel free to call back or on one of the other show nights as well. I guess when you mention Gods of War, I think the first one that comes to mind is Odin.
5: Well, um, Odin had Roll a out. lot of dualities to him. And, you know, it, it almost... When I when I typed out that description, I was a little hesitant because he is a God of War. I mean, like, like you know, like one of his primary focuses is that but he has a lot of different layers to him. Um but uh yeah he's he's the all father of the gods and for Vikings if you're the all father of the gods then you're gonna be a god of war. Like whatever <laughs> like you're gonna be a badass, pretty much. Right. Um and uh on the show we've you and I have talked about the wild hunt before um so Odin is definitely part of that whole like he is the central focus of that, um, so he, you know, flies over the battlefield and judges those worthy of candidacy of uh, Valhalla. And Valhalla, you know, being heaven for Vikings and uh, whoever was worshiping the Aesir, which is, are the gods. So, so. It's funny. Let's talk about Valhalla for a minute. Like, you know, like the Christian belief system uh, and the thought process about heaven is we go to heaven, we see all our relatives, we wear white linen, we're hanging out, like it's super cool. And that's not a bad thing. But the Viking ideology or heathen or Asatru ideology is – Valhalla means like, you know, you you did something really, you know, uh, courageous on your death and then you get to go up and your reward is you sit and feast, eat a lot of stuff and very attractive, you know, St. Pauli girl type women bring you beer <laughs> and then you get, to f- <laughs> and you get to fight your friends and just like spar and combat with them. Till the the end of the night And then you wake up And everybody's healed and fine And, uh, and repeat
0: And That's the interesting aspect of it To me
1: mm-hmm.
0: And though I do think A lot of the spiritualities are also similar Whether it be Christian or pagan But there are some differences inside And one being
5: Well that's a huge difference If you look at the Christian beliefs yeah. You
0: impress the gods, right? There's so much in that myth- in that mythos about being impressive. Like you there's no excuses, there's no B S you you just you're about action and you're impressive mm-hmm. and you take action so that the gods see you favorably and Aries, you know, or even just like the sign Aries, the ram, you charge forward, you're, you, there's no, it's not negotiation, it's not was I a good person. It was almost more like did you entertain them?
5: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest, I think Aries is like, the more I think about Aries, because I have obviously in the last like four days, um, Aries is a crucible. You need Aries in the pantheon of like the Greco Roman uh, thought process. Because everybody else seems to be wrapped up in their own stuff or their own shit. You know, like, Athena's like, I'm guarding Athens and I'm wise. And this is what's up. Zeus is just, you know, doing his Zeus thing. He's trying to, like, float around and, like, you know, procreate or whatever he's doing. And then, um, you know, you have, like, Persephone and, and Aphrodite. So Ares is kind of like the jerk. He's kind of like the asshole of the, like he's like out there trying to just cause trouble, and like you know, and attack, and you need that. You need a variable like that. And if you look a at the
0: variable. Loki variable, right?
5: Right, but there's a differential between Loki and Aries. Aries is, is strictly. He's tyrannical. He wants to rule everything. And he knows that he can't because Zeus is doing it. But he's still going to do it anyway. I guess that is kind of low key issue.
4: That is
0: interesting. I, um, some people ask me sometimes, <laughs> my guitar player in the band, I mean, hmm. He lives a few hours away, and it feels very unpractical. And I joke around and say mm-hmm. we're satisfying the trickster gods before before they get to us. <laughs> We've thrown an invariable in by ourselves. It doesn't make any sense that he's in the band, <laughs> but I love the guy and I, and I love his playing. But
1: it's still he working out. hours
0: here too for a gig, you know. And I say we're, what we're what we're doing at least right now is we're satisfying the trickster element. <laughs>
5: Well, something's empowering you, and if we're looking at the fact that um, a major publication is highlighting uh, your band and the music you're putting out, then you may not be in control <clears throat> implicitly of what you're putting out, like or what's going on, because there may be other forces at work, and that's not right. So. Okay. No. Um, I would like to mention to everyone, Trickster Makes the World, Mischief, Myth, and Art, and it is by a book by Lewis Hyde. It is H-Y-D-E, and he is also author of The Gift, The Hymns to the Gods, and it is about all the different incarnations of the trickster in different mythos and cultures, and what it represents, and how it is a variable in almost everything that we're dealing with. So, very pertinent, very exciting. Hermes, you know, like uh, just all sorts of different incarnations of it. So, check it out, everybody. It's, it's amazing.
0: And you mentioned a lot of people when they hear. Um, Odin, they think, yes, a, a god of war. But you're right; he's actually very complex. He's, he's not just that simple about just fighting with the axe and dying. He was actually the the master of curiosity. You know, he was he was the Odin, the, always the curious. You know, and he he wanted to know all the secrets of the universe. Uh, at one time, I think I even heard that his name translates to master of ecstasy, fury, and inspiration. He just always wanted to know, know, know wanted to experience and it's sort of all wrapped up in into his uh, personality that is more complex than, than what
5: is it's so evolved. hard for me to as since it's part of my religious focus to just say oh no, no, yeah he's a god of war it's it's really hard for me to just say, well yeah he is but I mean you it's almost because the Viking pathway is, you know, warlike and reaching out and kind of taking a little bit, um, but he just doesn't care. he's just uh, doing his thing. <laughs> like, he just, he wants, he hung himself on uh, a cosmic aspect of spirituality on the tree and, like, like, waited for inspiration for, like, nine days. I mean, that's, you know, if we're we're prescribing to the the mythos and the thought process behind it, that's huge. That's Mm -hmm. huge. He just doesn't – somebody doesn't do that if they're just like, let's go kill everybody. (laughs) You know, it's it's not about that. I think what we're looking at with the Vikings, too, is that they started to really get aggressive when – uh, Christianity started to really take over Northern Europe, and they were like, "What's going on?" And then they started a lot of aggressive raiding, but not only raiding, but also colonizing Northern Europe because they're battling against that. And while they would, they had trade routes to Saudi Arabia. Like previous to that, they weren't trying to colonize Saudi Arabia. They just were like trying to go there and. Check it out. Like what's up? Yeah, Hummus? Cool.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Another interesting that because uh, it, it's um the Vikings, it's one it's one of my favorite T V shows. I just love that show. I think they do on the History Channel do mm-hmm. a great job. And and it's great to see the clash of and the the agreements made between the Christians and the pagans. Uh some of the Viking um Earls or kings would just—they would pretend to be Christian just because for trade. It just came down to money sometimes. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, hey everybody, uh, pull your crosses out. Here come, here come, you know, the English." (laughs) You know, and they would just sort of fake it. (laughs) And then, and so it's just fascinating to see all those
5: interrelationships. And it's crazy. It's crazy when you think about that. It's just uh, because it was really like black and white for people back then. So if you had to just pretend then so be it. It might be easier that way. And uh you know what was funny is my friend and she, she just uh actually flew back to Cornwall um and she grew up there or whatever. Um so we were talking about Vikings and uh the show itself and she thought that the mythical character that would show up uh, the Hobart character was. She kept thinking he was Loki, and I'm like, no, it's Odin. And Hobart is another word for Odin, pretty much, or another incarnation of Odin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And
0: that that again plays into the complexity. Like we said, he is not a simple
5: deity. Not not. Curious.
0: A it taking different forms, the legend was also that he gave up one of his eyes to to to, to gain more inner sight. It was like a sacrifice: give up your physical eyes to get the internal. He dropped
5: eye. his eye into the well of Nimer mm-hmm. <clears throat> to, to gain the to gain the art of magic, and magic is not, uh, you know, a very you know athletic <laughs> pursuit. So you know what's really funny is that when we really delve into some of the more warlike tendencies in the Scandinavian mythos, we realize that they're highly it's highly intellectual and not as, you know, strictly straightforward warlike as we would think that the Vikings would be. They're very intellectual and very multi dimensional which is very interesting, and if we look at the, how successful they were, it's like, wow, like, you know, they, they did a lot, and they just got in a wooden boat and went to Saudi Arabia and took a <laughs> bunch of stuff and came back. <laughs> like Back then, that's like, oh, my gosh, how did they do that? Like, what's going on? And, and like another third, misunderstood
0: group of people, uh, the Native Americans, they think that they found a Native American boat, I forget of which... Of which group um it, over in Europe, you know, they think they found that that they they may have made light boats that made it all the way across across the pond, you know, and Viking's are very similar the, the, they were master boat builders and, and it, it it was their ability to travel on both deep and shallow water with those with those ingenious boats of the time, people would be like, "How did you get here?" <laughs>
5: Yeah, and let's let's really look at that. You had astronomy. You had, uh, like, really, uh, like, you know, arcane versions of cartography. And you had also spirituality. So they were listening to the vibrations and the tides. And for the Vikings, it wasn't Poseidon. It was Njord. Or Ron, or a couple of their other sea gods, and they were just like, help us get there, you know? And they got there every time. So, like, holy Moses, what's up with that? That's pretty cool.
0: And to so, go more into the complexities and how intellectual Odin was, there's the story where they say he sacrificed himself to himself. You know, these are like deep concepts. They're not just oh, pick up your axe.
5: That's totally existential, oh. right? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's fully existential. Like, does that sound like God of War? Or like, let's go kick some ass. Like, no. I mean, if that's part of is actually fine. he didn't care.
0: The quote from the um, I forget what they call the, the the legends is is that word, but half a and then I was fertilized and grew wise. From a word to a word, I was led to a word. From a work to a work, I was led to a work. And he hangs himself on the great world tree, Yggdrasil. And it's like that's not like simpleton, you know what I mean? <laughs> Caveman kind of stuff.
5: Well, not at all. And we don't really dig into Zeus either, but the symmetry is so you know, that's why we don't say that Zeus was like in the front lines of trying to battle anybody because why would Zeus care? Because he's more elevated than that. And so was Odin. And that's what he had the Valkyries for. And let's talk about the Valkyries. The Valkyries were actually the conduit for lifting up the, the heroes and the fallen warriors from the battlefield. Um, to be raised to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. The Queen of the Valkyries is Freya, and there's a whole uh, system about Freya that's about female connectivity towards the arcane and magic through Teutonic belief system that is separate. Like, there's Odinic, and then there's Freya, uh, you know, so it's just more female-oriented or goddess-oriented, worship but um the valkyries were their own entity too and that's it, it's it's funny how they fleshed that out in um in Scandinavian thought process is that Odin had no control over the valkyries like valkyries could do their thing they're badass like amazonian like tough ass ladies and they're just out there doing their thing and he didn't they, they want to make you know he didn't have control over them which is what they did in Viking society is they gave their wives control over the homestead and say, okay, you take care of the finances. I'm going to go steal some stuff, or I'm going to leave for a while, and I'm going to empower you. And, in fact,
0: uh, some people may not know this. Of people of that time, um, the Vikings, or the Norse, it was actually more... We're not just talking about the Norse here, folks. It just happens to be... We said God of War, and a lot of people think it was... that's why I don't say the Norse. But, but anyway, they had female warriors. They had the shield the oh, yeah. made. They had females <laughs> on the battlefield with them.
5: They wouldn't have incarnated some thought process of these hardcore female warriors descending down on winged horses to lift people off the battlefield if there weren't female warriors, you know, like where would they have even thought about that? There had to be female warriors. I love, I love that about their culture at that point. just because they just, you know, women were women, men were men, and everybody was badass and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say it like that, but I mean, that's, that was it. I mean, they didn't care. Yeah. You know they were like, okay, you're tough, I'm tough, we're going to be tough together. Let's let's do this.
0: And it and wasn't about like, being wow. loud; it was about action. And that's again impressing the gods with your action. When you work with these powerful mm-hmm. entities, the, the, they're highly allergic to bullshit. You know, basically, as my friend Larry might say, you've got to be about action.
5: I, <laughs> so Ogun, Ogun. Um, We tie Ogun into a lot of what happened in the Haitian Revolution. Um, Ogun is the god of steel and strength and tenacity and will, and he is the warrior. And uh, I rarely work with Ogun, but I did when I uh, did my episode of Bayou Billionaires and I actually healed this guy's uh knee that was uh he had basically some sort of problem with his knee for like at least the last twenty five years and just by doing the ritual for the show I literally like his knee was fine and it is still fine. Um he is the the slaves that were beset by the French in Haiti um and the plantations and things, like, they were, they were tortured. They were, like, totally, I mean, it was just appalling. Um, and they they gathered together and they created the most successful slave uprising in known history. And, uh, and I, I think a big part of that was the African thought process and the connection to this deity. I'm not kidding. Like, I think it's a huge thing. The will strength and the physicality behind it. So that's I, I gotta say and I gotta give a shout out to that that deity because it it changed history pretty much.
0: Yeah one thing I think is fascinating about the the Haitian tradition or the or the voudan is they're kind of big into just like in western ceremonial magic which is you know very kind of you think more like elite rich white people they're they're big into like all these sigils and these and these drawlings and these in these symbols and uh i just think it's always interesting how these things connect or you know have, you find these little similarities they're big in you know draw this thing on the ground and it's sometimes it's a really ornate one sometimes it's really simple um
5: well, with with, with Haiti, it's it's a lot about the the textile stuff, the organic stuff, the, the the things you can see, hear, smell, and work with. So, if you're doing workings with Haitian or Hoodoo, uh, it, it's it's about using elements that are of a, of a more earthly element, you know. Um, so, you're dealing with a lot of that. I'm not going to say now Ogun is, is a Santeria deity, but there are you know there are aspects of him that translate into Vodun and Voodoo, and, and I'm going to tell you, man, like you know all this stuff came from West Africa, so when you take a bunch of people from West Africa, and you you put them on an island and you give tell them to listen to like maybe five or six French people that are in charge of a plantation. And, uh, eventually that is a recipe for disaster, you know, and you're going to pay. I mean, eventually, especially if you're, you're being cruel and torturous to these people. I mean, it's not, so, uh, what really is is shocking is that Napoleon heard about the slave you know, uprising. So he sends his, uh, His brother, who's a naval commander of the French fleet, and he sends, like, a very large detachment of French uh, ships and naval, you know, commandants and things to Haiti to reclaim the island. And they repelled. They repelled Napoleon's brother successfully. And I'm going to tell you what, if that's not supernatural, I don't know what is. Because yeah. the colonies in our our country today would have been hard-pressed to do that at the time.
0: Even now, just to use a modern example, and again, this isn't a political show, folks. I'm just making an example <laughs> about reality and what's there and what's <laughs> not.
5: No, it is there's not a, a political show, believe me.
0: Yeah. But there's enough empty buildings that all those homeless people that you see out there, you know, they can be occupied. It, some cities, like incarcerate even the homeless, they make it illegal. I'm like, well, it costs $80,000 a year for that inmate. <laughs> He'd be better off just giving him a little place to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you're wasting money. <laughs> uh, it's it's and, and it's being cruel because, you, you know, I mean, everybody has a situation. I mean, nobody you know, judging someone how they got there. I've known very good people. That have been homeless before and then got out of it you know including a, a co-worker of mine who I work with now and and he was just in a terrible situation then he was injured badly he wasn't some you know just quote-unquote bum, you know and in some cities they would have locked him up you know that what, what could have what did that have done it's eighty thousand dollars you know but you can do it at eighty thousand dollars but I'm just saying if you choose to be cruel and it's actually more expensive to be cruel and that's what these like you were saying, the French there, they were choosing a path that was going to bite them, and it did, you know.
5: <clears throat> yeah. Well, they weren't looking at everyone as being human,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
5: They were looking at, you know, and and, and that's, that's, uh, that, that's going to bite you in the ass, you know. And, and I'm sure there's all sorts of, you know, like very old plantation owners and things and people that died without having realized that they were doing some injustice to humanity, and that's fine, but uh, it's not going to stand for, you know, it's just not, we're all human beings.
1: There's
0: still, still a karmic buildup there, I think, somewhere. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but we are also all going to take advantage
0: of it. Yeah, we're coming down to about our last three minutes, Darren. You want to tell people where they can get a hold of you?
5: Yeah, if you want to get a hold of me for a spiritual consultation uh, at dbucare at gmail.com or give me a call at Marie Laveau's House of Voodoo on uh, Bourbon Street. Thank you, Daniel Michael, for a wonderful show, and we'll see you next week on Spiritual Insight.
0: All right, and thank you so much Darren or you can walk into the shop and see him maybe with a however much drink maximum on Bourbon Street. <laughs> anyway, if you've ever been to Bourbon Street, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> New Orleans is an amazing and fun and um uh, interesting city. We were there on our tour with our band. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening. It's been Spiritual Insight with Darren Bucare. Have a great evening. We'll be back next Monday.
2: Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.